Hello and welcome to another episode of FPL Prestige Worldwide. I'm here with my co-host, like usual, Kane. How are you, buddy? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm excited to figure out what to do about this coming game week. Yes, it's been um, it's been a hectic week. Lots to talk about. Lots of chips played. You must played. be happy. Well, I was going to say the same about you, but um, mm. time will tell. Because to be fair, it is halfway through the game week. We still have another. Um, you know, four fixtures, I think, to come tonight and um, tomorrow. Just to timestamp, it's Wednesday morning here, um, the 23rd of February. So we still have the, what, we got the Burnley Spurs game, the Watford Crystal Palace and Liverpool Leeds tonight. And then tomorrow night, Arsenal Wolves. So that's Thursday. And then game week 26 will finally finish even though it's been <laughs> epic. Um, yeah. So f- f- first things first. Yes. Your thoughts on the Tottenham loss. Oh, man. It's terrible. It was, but this is what <laughs> happens. Like, Tottenham always do this. I wrote something on Twitter, actually, um, yeah. after the game. And it's just typical Tottenham. Like, no matter w- what team, no matter if it's, you know, Jose Mourinho... No matter if it's Conte, Pochettino, or even even bloody the first game of the season with um, um, yeah, Espirito Santos, whatever name is, yeah, even him, they all find a way to beat City. It's because they have the perfect game plan, and it is just counter attack, and they know how to do it well, and they've got really good counter attacking players, and yeah, they deserved the win. To be honest, I watched the game, and we defended Great like. Game. Oh, Kane probably had his best game for the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I reckon that back. game's actually the second best game for the season mm. so far. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so disappointing. But, but... I mean, it's still, you're still City. You're still pretty much got it in the bag. You know, you're worried? Oh, definitely worried. We've dropped points in the last couple of weeks now. We've had a draw and a, and a loss. But normally, when we have a loss like this, it normally starts a trend of a big winning streak. So hopefully it galvanizes us and we can just win the rest of the games of the season and not hope, hopefully put Liverpool away because they're the ones that we're going to want worry about. But, you know, we've done this before. Hopefully um, we hold them off. We haven't lost the Premier League where we've been winning in this position and been overtaken yet. So, yeah, we'll see what... Uh, the future holds. How about your United? Are you happy with that win? That was a good game. Very, very happy with that. Um, solid, solid effort by the boys and the first true uh, return to what we should be, which uh, is thanks a lot to some key key players and Sancho um, doing really, really well. So Sean's I'm excited, born. but um, it's, I, I mean, it's still, We've been up and down all season, so one good game for a consistent ninety minutes is pretty good. But uh, that, that like, there was like a couple of that we... couple of um, I think it was like a six minute period where they scored two goals. That was hilarious. Yeah. I wasn't gonna lie; I was laughing my ass off, <laughs> and I was like, "How has how have Man United now drawing? It was too old." Um, but yeah, crazy. And Maguire finally scored a goal for you. 
which is interesting. Do you know that's? I think it was after I was reading mm. something on um, Twitter. I think it was after a hundred and not too sure if it was it was over a hundred chances from corners. That was the first time you guys have scored one from a hundred chances, um, which is pretty impressive for United. Normally they they're pretty good at set pieces. But yeah, corners just haven't been your strong suit this year. And Maguire finally got a header. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Corners are not the ideal way to score, but <laughs> yeah. But you think with United with your big boys that they would do it? But um, this yeah, happened. yeah. And it just shows you how how the only uh, one that does is Varane. He's the one that seems to get up there and get the get the corners headed in. But... Yeah, well, he's still yet to score a Premier League goal for you guys. So he did score one. It was offside, but. You know, with Varane had one header. Yeah, it was offside. He said one header, which was an offside goal, um, but he hasn't scored in the Premier League for you guys yet. No. Mm, okay. Um, and it was Maguire's first of the season as well. Um, but yeah, it just shows you that the, the decline in Ronaldo when um, you guys can't score from headers when you think Ronaldo is a beast when it comes to those sorts of situations. Yeah, yep. We'll talk about him later in the podcast. So, uh, lots, a lot's happened um, before the game week 20, 26 deadline. Um, chips were activated, Kane. I know on the podcast, we talked a lot about um, our triple captain, which I believe you pressed the button for that one. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much went ahead as planned and... Now, can I ask you? Captain. Can I ask you now? There was a lot, a lot that happened on Friday. Um, were you uh, aware or up to date with all the news, the moving parts on Friday, or was it just a you just didn't really know, and that's why you were like, no, I'm just triple captaining. Obviously, so for people uh, that don't the know, one. there was if, a whole bunch the- of fixtures that were added into game week. Um, 20, uh, 28 and um, game week 29. So double game weeks. Sorry, continue. Uh, so to answer your question, the second one, I was not aware. Um, yep. Uh, uh, mainly because I don't spend as much time on Twitter as you. <laughs> so, <laughs> and... Um, Helps yeah, living so, in a country I mean, I, where I'm... there's football as the national sport. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, I look at it now and I'm not in any terrible position. It only gives me headaches of well, what transfers do I do? But um, yeah, so I went with the triple captain of Salah and it's, I, I would thought it was paying off well. Uh, I guess where we're currently at when I've still got six to play, including my captain, I'm actually down in rank, even though I scored 50 points and have a minus four to go on that. So I I feel like I'm slightly behind what I would have been based on news who you went the other way and did the wild card for. Well, to be fair, the actual triple captain itself is killing it. Like Salah's on 30 right now. Um, as a yeah. general captain, which is massive, and he's got a game to play, and he's got a game to play, leads. and it's yeah, exactly. I I fully expect him. I fully expect him to. It's going to be possibly, man. I don't know. He could get a sixty points this week. 
honestly, as a he, trip he could, he could. But where I look, because I, I was looking at going, all right, I'm on 50 points. If I ignore the minus four for the hit I took, you're on 64 for wild card. I'm like, if it, if it's finished like this, I'd be happy because mm. one to get 15 points extra from a from a triple captain, you're great, and I've still got a game to play. So technically, I'm only 14 points behind with a lesser chip because I think the wild card's more valuable in my opinion. 100%. But the second part to that, I go, but I've got a rank drop at the moment with only six to play. Like mm-hmm. that shows, even though I'm beating the average score, which is 42 points, I'm on 50. I am currently down 36 and a half thousand ranks. So I think that works out 8%. My safety score is 54, which I will get above, but it just kind of says to me how many other people who are also in the top 500,000 have activated chips and I sort of go, well, how many have done wild cards? Because this could push me further down the rank, well, <laughs> even though I used the yeah. chip and quite well. I think you'll find that um, um, I believe Premier League, Fantasy Premier League came out and said that um, it was something like 1.2 million players activated the triple captain chip. It's something where you're with the trend as in, you're with the crowd and you're going to see more of a rank rise and drop because everyone's essentially around, you know, majority of the players that are, that are involved have triple captained. So yeah. it makes sense yeah. that because Salah's effective ownership as triple captain is 266%. So that just yeah, shows you how huge. highly owned, you know, so many people have done it. Yeah. So it's actually more about the differentials. So, when exactly. I've got, uh, um, like Van Dijk only getting two, Trent not playing, Sanchez, KDB mm. and Cancelo getting two and one. So it's about everyone else. Really, the triple captains uh, obviously bolstered against those that didn't. Yeah. But I've got Rafinha on the bench with five. Edouard didn't play. Only Dennis got a nine performed. So the fact that I've got 50 points is kind of remarkable. <laughs> well, that's exactly it because you've got 30 from Salah. And the rest is your team. Yeah. So it's not that the triple captain didn't pay off so far. It's just that it's, the it's rest the of your team has together performed. Yeah. And everyone else is in the same boat. Yeah, exactly. And that's it because Sal is such highly owned as triple captain. It's massive. So, yeah. which, which kind of said, like, it kind of sucks if you didn't do it or didn't use a wild card, which is what I said in the last podcast. It's like you, you're going to be screwed. In my mm. opinion, but we'll, I guess the game week's not over. People could have done things. But you don't know exactly. How um, you go? Oh, quickly before we go to my team. So you are on fifty points. You still have who to play? Is it? I have Salah as captain. That was triple mm-hmm. captain. Yeah. Uh, Trent and Van Dyke against Leeds. So yep. they they should all get potentially clean sheet. Um, but likely to be involved in everything. Yeah. Tierney versus Wolves, Edward versus Watford, and Dennis versus Crystal Palace. Okay. So you still and have a Edward decent. Edward should definitely play because he didn't play in the last one. Yeah. Um, Dennis scored two. He was on nine points in the last game. So, could, yeah, like could still come up with stuff, um, mm. which, which is obviously why I didn't wildcard. Yeah. But remains to be seen. Um, are you deep down hoping that Edward doesn't play so you can get those? Li- Rafina points to get Rafina. <laughs> it just depends on what he's going to do because 
because I, I, I think I think that's the better outcome, but it mm. depends on what what they do. Like who's to say Rafina scores again or doesn't score again, or Edouard comes out and spanks two against Watford. Like mm. you're just hoping for who does better. Whereas if Edouard does play, and that could come at a cost to Dennis because they just high press and Crystal Palace, um, Watford can't play out, and you're like, or vice versa. It's like, ugh. Versus I think, I think Leeds have Wolves? Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool. So yeah, we will see. At least I know Rafina would be involved in yeah uh, the play. So I believe. Um, I feel sorry for you with Edward because Edward. It seems like his spot is definitely um, it's been sacrificed because of Zaha coming back. Um, yeah. So I think because Zaha plays on the left. Because Edward could obviously play up front or on the left, but now he can only play up front essentially. And there's just too much competition, especially with that Mateta and Bentike up there. Yeah. And it seems like Vieira is definitely favoring Mateta at the moment. Um, so just unlucky, bro, with Edward. I can see why you held him, but we'll see if he gets uh, any points against Watford, who have been very good yeah. defensively. And it just sort of draws in, all right. Maybe he's the one I look at moving out and, and to me, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about my transfer ideas afterwards, yeah. which are only newly formed because, yeah. yeah. Um, well, your team. Yeah. So pretty much with me, right? <sighs> okay. Just prepare yourself because it's going to be long. So with my team, like I said in the podcast last week, I had a few plans in place. The triple captain was always going to be the, um, the way forward until the news that dropped on Friday. However, I was going to go, so I was going to get in um, Salah, Salah um, and essentially the movement for Salah was going to be Fernandez straight to Salah. Um, and then obviously the Jota news happened where Jota was injured in um, Champions League. Like you... Oh, I, when, I, when I read that, I was like, Fuck Kane is the most jammiest motherfucker. <laughs> uh, he got away with that because he obviously got rid of Jota early to get salary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you got away with that beautifully, which was awesome. A bit, bit of Kano luck, which I haven't had since last season. Yeah. So I went the other way and I got Salah in stupidly early because of the price rises because um, mm-hmm. he's now 13.1. Um, and I got rid of Fernandez um, for him. And I realized, yeah, it was a stupid mistake. I should have waited. I should have just taken the price rises because I could have afforded it. I was just trying to be stingy. Um, and then Jota obviously gets injured. So it gives me a huge dilemma where I'm like, okay, now Jota's injured. Um, so what I had, I had actually done was I did what I said that I was going to do. So I got in Salah for um, Fernandez and I got rid of... Um, uh, Ronaldo for Jimenez. So I made yeah. those two trades. <clears throat> so it was a minus four currently. Then the Jordan injury news happened and I was like, oh shit, what am I going to do here? Because um, my plan was to get rid of Gray to turn Gray into Son for a minus eight. So then, you know, my team consisted of Jota injured, Gray injured, Dunk suspended, Martinelli suspended. So I had four players that weren't playing. 
So just... it's it's quite funny when you look at your and and any, obviously anyone can view this if they if they look you up on the FPL fantasy side they find um, your uh, handle I guess mm. um, which is Commandos Elite with yep. an exclamation mark because you did if for the game week twenty six transfer period you did you changed your team seven times and it got less and less so you can actually see that you did fernandez to Salah, mm. gray to son and ronaldo to jimenez in one go yeah and then like you said you're at the point of contemplating jota keep going yeah so this is the thing so i was literally like did the gray move to son because i was like look jota could possibly um come back and I knew that Gray was out. So Lampard said Gray was out, definitely. So Jota, I wasn't too sure. Um, and I, I thought, who would I rather hold, Gray or Jota? I'd rather hold Jota, right? Essentially, what happened was that was a minus eight, right? So now I'm looking at it. I have no bench cover because I'd have Jota. Um, I had, uh, who was it? Martinelli and I had Dunk. So I was like really tempted to do... Um, Dunk to Tarkovsky. Did, did did that did that go through? Did I make that trade? Can you see that or not? Uh, you didn't. Yeah, good. You okay. Did. Yeah, this, Which, this is where you activated wildcard, so I can. Yeah, see so that. so pretty much. So what happened was I was like, okay, because everyone was talking. I was looking up a few, um, you know, on the on the FBL community, a lot of people were talking about taking hits. They're like, it's it's okay to take hits this week because yada yada. Triple cap Salah, you should kill it. You should get returns. And I wanted to get Tarkovsky in because he had the double game week, right? Um, and I was thinking Tarkovsky to dunk, which would have been perfect, but that would have been a minus 12. And then I was sitting there going, oh God, it's a minus 12. What am I going to do? This is stupid. And then I was like, I wonder if I wild card. So this is before, this is before the news dropped about the double game weeks. So I was like, I wonder if I actually do the, you know, do the wild card and just try and equal out so just just captains. see what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. To triple captain the Salah points, you know, because it's a realized... beautiful moment in any FPL manager's life mm. season to go, oh, like I'm, I'm getting to that point where is it worth the 12 or if you're looking at 14, um, sorry, 16 point hit and you're going, yeah, but I don't want to use the wild card. And then the feeling is you start to put a team together based on your obviously you listen to us so you have a fantastic knowledge of fpl yeah and as your team builds you're like this could work and then you take a bit of time and you might take some screenshots and you go research some oh, more. So you should so see my fun, phone it? it's full of screenshots of different teams <laughs> but anyway. the thing was i didn't have the balls to press the button because i knew as soon as i press that button i'm committed and i won't have triple captain Salah for this week i wouldn't be able to um, bench boost either if i wanted to you know i had no bench yeah. anyway so I was in like kind of in limbo where I was not too sure if I was going to wildcard or I was going to take the minus 12 or possibly even go further and take a minus 16, which I was seriously contemplating because I wanted to mm-hmm. see if I could get in Veghorst. I was tempted to get rid of Dennis for Veghorst, which, you know, anyway, look, so what had happened was the decision got made up for me and I was kind of very grateful that the double um, game weeks got dropped friday afternoon um so i believe you guys would have been it would have been like around this time when they would have got dropped so we've been late for you guys so it was hard for you I guys to react the dog. yeah obviously saturday you would have been able to do something because the games didn't start till saturday night but yeah it everyone was making changes it was hectic 
But for me, it was the most obvious thing. I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can set myself up all the way through to game 30. And I pressed the wildcard button straight away. And I did it. And the funniest thing was, I was like, I was just like, oh, no. Everyone else started to do it as well. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. Because I thought I was going completely different with everyone going triple captain. Yeah. And then I thought I'd kind of started a trend, even though I know I, know I didn't. A lot of people thought about it. But in my mo- own... <laughs> but you were on really, the train early. Yeah, without getting any other second information about wildcarding, I had done it before, you know, most people that I watch on YouTube or listen to, they hadn't even done it. They weren't even contemplating it. And then a couple of hours go by, boom, they start talking about it. And it's like, oh, shit. So, you know, you learn, even though it's a small small bubble to Twitter, the FPL community on Twitter, a lot of people did the wildcard as well. Um but it made the most sense because it sets you up beautifully for game week 30. So I'll talk you through my wildcard team that I made. Um, so I ended up getting Saar in. So I made so many changes. I pretty much flipped my whole team. Well, um, I, I look at where, where you started doing wildcards was on the 19th of Feb. And this is uh, 3.04 Perth time. So this is Saturday. Mm. And like at, at this point before this, you'd only done three Three trades, yeah. Three trades, yeah. This is the point where you did one. Oh, well, this is obviously you started click, like you'd click the wildcard button. So you started playing with it because you did one. A couple minutes later, you did two. A couple minutes later, you did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So your whole team. Mm. And then you went back uh, the next. Oh, so that was in the morning hour, Perth time. Yeah. So this was Friday night for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, and then 12 hours later, you've done another three, four, five, six, and changed it again because you got Cancelo to Digne. And that's still only half of the transfers that you played around with. Yeah, man. <laughs> like you did a lot of tinkering, which 100%, is good. Which is good because that was the thing. Like it came down to what was the best thing to do with wildcards. And obviously, once I'd done the wild, press the wildcard button, made my wildcard team, you then see online other people's wildcard teams and other theories and strategies behind it, and you kind of implement them to your own team. So that's essentially what Which happened. Which is the right, right way to do it, 100%. Yeah. You've got to keep your finger on the pulse because yeah, exactly. everyone else who's done it is like, if you get the right resources and follow the right people on Twitter, mm. they do the work for you. You just got to exactly. keep searching all the way up until a deadline hits, and that's the commitment that a wildcard needs. You know, I looked at it, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to jump on um, three Arsenal and three Liverpool um, because the theory was because I'm wildcarding this week, I it makes sense for me to free hit game week 27 because I'll have, I'll have those players that are missing. But I jump on those three Liverpool and three Arsenal because they got the double game week in 29, right? Um, possibly 28 as well. And Arsenal play in game week 30. So... You know, and Liverpool got those really good fixtures. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just do that, jump on it. I had, I knew I had Jota who was injured. So I wanted to jump on getting another Liverpool player. I didn't have enough Arsenal players. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get these Arsenal players. And I just, I mapped out my team beautifully. And so from, from now all the way up to game week 30, essentially, I have mapped out how my team's going to look for each game week. So wildcard team, Saar in goal. I went Gabriel. Um, for the goal threat, uh, so I was going to—I was tossing up between Gabriel and Tierney, but I decided to go with Gabriel. Trent Saar—I mean, say sorry—also um, for the goal threat. So I'm glad I picked him because he does look dangerous. And I went Van Dyke, and the only reason I went to Van Dyke is because there was some late news leaked that um, Robertson was benched. So I was like, okay, 
you know, I was kind of backing that Liverpool would get a clean sheet and they didn't. So it doesn't really make a difference because Robertson will probably play this week and probably get some returns and Van Dyke <laughs> probably gets benched, but who knows? So I went for Van Dyke. Um, then I went Rafina because for the main thing that he's getting a double game week coming up as well now, and he's playing game week 30. Son, double game week coming up, possibly game week 30, not yet sure. Salah, double game weeks. Um, Saka, double game weeks, game week 30. Jimenez, double game weeks, game week 30. Lacazette, double game weeks, game week 30. And then on the bench, I went Dubravka, two double game weeks coming up. Um, Broha, who's obviously playing game week. Uh, sorry, he's got double game week and possibly game week 30. And then Ramsey and Dean, double game weeks and game week 30. So that was the perfect team for me. And I was like, you know, I was changing a few things like Kane, Mane, essentially. I mean, I do. I did have Mane on my team for a bit. I kind of regret that I got rid of him. But it made sense to not put all the money in the midfield. Um, and then Kane was another one who I contemplated, but I couldn't afford Kane and Son. And I thought the Son probably is going to score more over the period. But we'll see what happens yeah. with that. But yeah, um, Captain Salah, 64 points. Um, obviously trying to counter out that triple captain because it's a big thing because obviously you can't tell from one week if it's the right call or not, because, you know, I haven't played my triple captain yet. Other people haven't played their wild card yet. So it all yeah, comes down it's to one of those things that they do compound together. Plus yeah. you've got these double game weeks around what your strategy is. And it's more than just about the chip. It's, it's, it's literally is where does it land you at the end of the season? Exactly. And the theory is by, you know, pressing the wild card button, I've set myself up for four or five game weeks won't have to take any hits essentially. And I've got the triple captain down the track, which I can use, which I'm possibly looking at Damien 29, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so yeah, like 64 points, still got 11 players to play, like you said. So all my players still have to play, which is really nice. Um, hopefully they all do play because they've all returned really well besides my defenders, which is just typical. But um yeah, I got a small rank rise of 12K, so 12,909. Um, but, you know, I'm only, um, let's have a look here, seven points offside of the top 10K. And a lot of those people yeah. would have done triple captain. So, fingers crossed, Salah doesn't score a goal tonight. I'm <laughs> dreading this game. Like, I'm so glad there's other games on that I can watch because I do not want to watch it one bit. Um, I'm just going to watch the Watford Crystal Palace game. <laughs> a boring Newell old draw or the Burnley Spurs game, actually, because I've got Son. But yeah, I do not want to watch that Liverpool game. So it's because... the worst feeling when it obviously pops up your notifications like, fuck. Well, no, I, I was... don't want to watch this anymore. Well, Salah should have scored possibly three goals against Norwich. Yeah. And the fact he only came over in one was so good. But then you got the three bonus, which hurt. But yeah, like, fuck. I... Just, just watching how Man United play against Leeds and how easy it was for them to score goals, I'm really worried. But fingers crossed that he might get a little bit of time management and only play 60 or something. And But who knows? But yeah, set myself up really nicely um, and looking forward to, to game week 27. Um, any thoughts on the, the wild card strategy over the triple captain? Or Well, like as I said, the, the Friday night I wasn't paying attention. So mm. when I saw it on... Um, I messaged stats. you. Sorry, I messaged you. You, remember? you did, and I, I was trying to figure out why you're so surprised. I was like, yeah, but you had told me you were going to wildcard. Why are you so excited? I didn't get it, and I just left it. And then it wasn't until I saw the team, and I was like, oh, you got, 
all players, all. I was like, yeah. okay, this is a little bit different than what all the of podcast the, was. Yeah, because it was so was lucky. Like, like it was so. I, I felt a bit like it was just a relief because I didn't. I would have been one of the only people to wild card where Emerald Trooper captained, but now there's a whole bunch of us that did it because it just set up beautifully. Like it was kind of like a way out because I was like, I fucked my trades up, <laughs> you know, if I had waited for the Jota. <laughs> so I, I looked back at this stupidly. I went and I was like, if I had waited for the Jota news, I would have got Seller in for Jota. I would have kept Fernandez. I would have got Verkhorst in for um, Ronaldo and I would have got Sun in for Gray. So I would have killed it this week without a wild card. Because obviously Fernandez returned, Veghorst returned, Sonster returned, but currently I'm still up on the deal because I still have all these players to play. Um, and that was another thing: getting rid of my single game week players was something that I did on on Saturday, like you said, because you know it's really hard to get rid of your Cancelos, your Bowens, you know, because they've been such proven performers, and they, you know that they will hurt you if they perform. And I've just gotten really fucking lucky with both of them blanking. Um, yeah, but it's, like it's 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 worked out fantastic as far as I can see. Like, mm. to if if this was the end of the game week, sixty four points, you'd be happy with that. Yeah. Um, but then okay. you've still got everyone to play again. So yep. exactly. Yeah, so should like be a big one. You, hopefully. If, where, where, where do you think you'll end up? What would you be happy with? It all comes down to Salah. If Salah, honestly, what I'm hoping for, Kane, is Salah to be benched this whole game. <laughs> I'm honestly hoping. So it's not. It's not about your team's total score. You're going. The differential comes in what everyone else has done. It's the triple captain that's going to hurt because if Salah gets another ten points, that's twenty points for me, but it's thirty points for everyone else, and that's a lot of points to try and combat against. You know, that's ten points that I've got to try and find a way. And remember. Sure, I've got 11 players to play, but a lot of other people do as well, and the triple captain because they've set up beautifully without wildcarding. Yeah. You know, and that's what I texted back to you. I was like, I didn't even like clearly, I don't pay enough attention because I was like, I didn't even think mm. that that would be a strategy. Whereas last season, I probably would have done that mm. if I had more time. So it's just like, huh? Oh, it's, it was hard to navigate because they're, they're dropping at random times. So you have no idea. Like, apparently, there's a chance that um, Arsenal will get. Um, a game week added in to game week 28. So that's a chance of a double game week for Arsenal, you know, um, mm. which they said won't drop until Friday. So it's another thing where it's like, you just got to be, be on it. Tottenham or Chelsea though. Well, no, they're saying it could be Tottenham, Chelsea or Liverpool. No, it wouldn't be Tottenham, sorry. It'd be Chelsea, Liverpool, um, one of those two, but they think it's more than likely going to be Chelsea. Um, so if it's Chelsea, Arsenal, that's massive for me. Because that means I have all my Arsenal players double game weeking as well on 28. Mm. But then it's a good, it's also a good move for people trying to wildcard in 28 because then they'll jump on the Chelsea players, which I can't, you know, I, I have to make trades to do that. So, you know, there is a good strategy going around about wildcarding in 28, which is pretty um, popular at the moment. But yeah. I'll keep my eye on them. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't think it's. I, Either way, I don't think anyone's made a bad decision. I think the wild card um, and the triple captain have worked out beautifully for, for both, you know, strategies. Um, yeah. You know, free hit as well as the possibility. I mean, obviously, the, the only problem with free hit is most people had those players originally, so there's no real point. And 
triple captain is the biggest. So I'd, I think free hits probably the least likely strategy to work, but we'll, time will tell after tomorrow, you know, which um, well, really and you paid look off. At what you've changed. We've got completely opposite teams now. Yeah. So just, it's, it's, yeah, I've set up. It's, as I said, it's not just the, mm. it's not just this week. It is how no. you finish off the season. That's exactly it. Mine is a wildcard team for the next four game weeks. That's what it's for. You know, um, it's going to be completely different after game week 30, you know. But yeah. yeah. So look, shall we talk about the plans for game week 27, um, which well, starts on Friday? Given that uh, you texted me saying, are we, we doing the podcast? And I was asleep on the couch. So <laughs> I have not had a lot, not a lot of look at what I'm going to do. Um, what I do know is I'm cautious about Edward. I'm probably keeping Coutinho. Of course, I'm keeping Salah. Cautious about Bond with some harder fixtures. Got to see how Rafina plays. Obviously, I'm happy with my defense, but mm. obviously there's still a lot of money in there. So as long as they keep performing, I'm fine with that because like Trent's the most expensive and Cancelo could look at moving Cancelo. I guess what I'm getting at is I took a four-point hit to um, set up, like mm. similar to yourself without the wild card. So as much as one can do without using that wild card. And I look at this week, obviously I've got blanks from Van Dyke, Trent, Tierney and Sulla. So, oh, I forgot to speak to you. Sorry, sorry, cut you off. I forgot to speak to you about your boy Ida. How unlucky is that? Yeah, well, he's, he's out for the season. It's, it's the other side is it's four point nine. Like mm. he was the one to make way. It, it affects my bench boost at some point. Mm. Um, but it's well, a like waste you of got a him in. Yeah, you got him in as a neighbor, and he's ended up getting injured, which is just unlucky. There's not much you can do. Yeah. Yeah, um, and so it's not even something I consider when I'm like, well, Bowen's got some pretty hard fixtures, mm. but he's in um, probably the best form out of my whole team. So there's a bit, a bit of a headache versus I can't get him out this week because I've got three non, I've got three blanking players. So that's you've got, sort so of on, my head that, four blanking players. Uh, four, but obviously I'm not going to get rid of Salah or Trent or probably Tierney. Or probably even that. I'll probably keep all of them. So it's more just going well because because they've got the doubles coming up each of them. It's more just going. I'm I'm going to be doing this at a cost. So maybe I do look at moving Ida around this week. Okay. Um, so so strategy wise, you're certain you're not going to play the free hit this week. Being it's your no, last I, one. I haven't looked at it. Haven't looked yet. Yeah. Possibly, possibly, but the ones the the team that I can field like the weakest games I guess mm. to run it over like where how my team's set up at the moment is um, doesn't look terrible so I'm playing Sanchez only mm-hmm. playing keeper playing Livermento who obviously got a nice uh, score on the weekend when he get yep. 12 points Yep. play Cancelo against Everton the midfield's the tricky part because I mean Freenas scored at his Tottenham so mm-hmm. play Rafina, play Bowen against Wolves, play KDB against Everton and probably captain him, play Coutinho against Brighton, yep. play Eduard and play Dennis, and then I'm left with one blanking player. could be any of them. Um, Honestly, listening to that, you could easily just 
take a minus four, make two trades, fix up Ida and probably downgrade Van Dyke. That works out perfectly, surely. It, it could. I don't want to get rid of Van Dyke because he's... Yeah, well, that's it. I have not looked at it. So that's quite a possibility because he's got two mm. not too great game weeks. He does have the double later on, but I can fix that later. And I do want to look at Vegos because he's killing it. So yeah. I, I guess what I'm getting back to is I haven't put enough thought into it because I was asleep on the couch. Yeah, so. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, that's why we do this so, so we can talk about it. I mean, Van Dyke is good, but I still think you'd rather have... Well, he's, he's not Robertson. attacking. And I got him, yeah. I got him in for the triple... Um, yeah. The triple up of Liverpool. Yeah. So it's more just going, all right, what's the next move? So if I did do Ida to Veghorst, keep it the three up front, if if I want to do that, that leaves me downgrading Van Dyke, gives me 5.1 in the bank. So that's enough money to oh, find a Wolves, Wolves or even an Arsenal player, like no issues. Yeah, well, yeah, you probably would jump on someone that's coming up with a double, like a, a Wolves type is probably perfect because they've got the double and they're playing game week 30. And they play, um, yep. Or even Southampton, but they don't play game week 30, but you already have Livermento. Um, Aston Villa, but they've been pretty poor recently. There's, I'll, what At I'll least do, Wolves are playing this yeah. weekend, so that's that's probably the bigger... That's exactly. Uh, I, would, I would aim for someone that's got that's playing this weekend, got a double and playing game week 30. So Wolves is yeah. definitely fits that criteria. So, so Sice is probably the, the easier option there. Yeah. 100% size, but I would even go, I would go lower. I would go with a, a Cody Kilman. or a Kilman, 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. then that's it. Because they're, I think Kilman's like 4.7. Yeah. So, and that's it. Because then I get to look at Bowen or Rafina moving out or even changing Eduard, which is probably a more pressing matter. Yeah. Or putting either, like, Eduard should still play. Like, I don't know. I, I think, I think you definitely have to get rid of Ida because just the fact that he's just going to stay there. He's going to be like last priority for you because he's like a oh, low, but he's but like you said, when it comes to bench boost thing, you're like, fuck. And it's going to come up to the time where you got a bench boost, you got your rhythm, and he's worth no money. But I can, I, I honestly think that's the most logical way to move is go either to Weghorst and then Van Dyke to, to a Kilman or something. You know, that makes so much sense. If you can afford that, I would do that straight away. I'd rather do a minus four than a free hit, bro, every day of the week. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Especially knowing what's coming up. Um, mm. It's it's a hard thing because we're getting to the end game of of this season and you want to be planned for it, but the other side is sometimes it's good to be forced into it because then mm. you've you're at least know that you had no other option to do to not yeah. do the wild card last week. So you you're forced into it and it works out and it just clicks and you're like perfect. Mm. I think that's what happens with and I, I guess what I'm getting at is you can plan all you like, but a lot of the time the scheduling and the who's playing in the form they in picks when you're using your chips for you. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly why I played the wild card because the scheduling picked to form me essentially. Yeah. Um, especially you've got to be with looking my team. For it yeah, exactly. Otherwise you miss out. Yeah. Nice. I think it's a good idea, man. And like I said, I do think because the fact that you have used your first free hit, it makes a lot of sense to hold it because there is going to be big double game weeks and game week 36. And I think it's 34. Um, which according to scheduling, there's just, we have no idea what they're going to be, but it's just to do with the cups. So I think it makes sense that you want to keep it for that. Um, and you want to try and get away with not using it in game week 30, which makes more sense why you'd possibly use the wild card in 28 or 
29. But I don't know. You got a lot of but research see my, to do. My teams, my teams do look good for 29 and 31. So mm. yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's something that I mean. I'm just looking at stats, so I'm, I've got to figure out how they're who they're yeah. actually playing. And yeah, look at fixtures. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I find it. I find it hard to get a clear picture on what all the fixtures are like there's very limited tables of of the people that i follow so oh, I mate you're on to, um... you're on fantasy football scout they got the best tools there especially when you got subscription so you'd be able to see all the freaking well it's they, it's just it's just stats yeah well i guess yeah. that's it i don't look i go into the members area and so i've got like yeah um, you rate my team so you can look at the numbers but i guess i have to go back to the simple free stuff and make it easier for myself because yeah definitely I, I find like a stats a stat but that's obviously an average score telling me that seller's going to get 6.55 and gave me 28 is it mm. it's like well that isn't tell me who the fixture is and i like to make that decision myself because yeah you need you need to be more involved with your team than just statistics yeah definitely um what are you thinking I've already I've I've already activated the free hit, bro. So I am free hitting. Uh, I have to because I have um, essentially I've got six non-playing. So <laughs> I've got Gabriel, Trent, yes. um, Van Dyke, Saka, Salah, Lacazette, all not playing, and I want to keep them because they've got the double game week in twenty nine. So you know it's something where I makes the most logical sense is the free hit um, for one week. And obviously yep. this is my first free hit chip. So yeah. Perfect free hit time to use it. Otherwise it could be too late. All yeah. right. What, what's up with the keepers? Hit me with it. So my team is currently as it stands, Pope in goal, um, Livramento, me, um, Sanchello, uh, Cancello, um, Fernandez, Sterling, Son, Mares, Broha, Veghorse, Captain, Kane. And on the bench, I've got a pretty dire bench. I've got Okunkua, which is a goalkeeper, which is like 3.8 or something. I've got Alanga as my first sub, Johnson and Amati. So I've got a bit of money in the bank. I've got like 0.6 in the bank. So I might change that bench to be a bit stronger in case someone doesn't play. But it sets me up with three double game weekers in the Burnley boys. So Pope, me, and Veghorst. Um, if Tarkovsky's back from COVID, I'll probably turn him, um, I'll probably turn me into Tarkovsky. Um, yep. But yeah, um, or I looked at this week and I said, I got to go have three Man City boys. I want to target that league's fixture with the um, Tottenham Black boys. So I've got Son and Kane in there. Um, I've obviously got to get the double game week for boys. And yeah. Fernandez is in form. He's the one that I would, I would only probably go with one United player because Watford do look a bit better at the back. Um, there was a possibility of going Dallow over Livramento or getting a bit more money and going Shaw, um, but I just don't trust United's defence, um, and I do Southampton's essentially. So if Livramento is playing, then he's the obvious pick. And Broja looks good. Um, this is a pretty template-free hit team, to be honest. There's a lot of players, a lot of teams out there. But it's all about the fact the one um, advantage I have on everyone else is my team value. So I can actually afford this team, which a lot of people can't because of the team value yeah. that I 
um, generated over the season. So that's why I do have those four big boys in midfield of Fernandez, Sterling, Son, and Mares, um, which a lot of people can't do. They can't get Sterling or can't get Fernandez in as well. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Like <laughs> I haven't changed it much. I did flirt with the idea of having Ward Prowse as a fifth um, midfielder over Breuer, but I just feel like Broha can just can easily get some goals in this game. He's, he's due as well. He didn't score a goal on the weekend. So, so I'm just, yeah, I'm not overthinking it. And I'm just going with what I think is the best team. Um, yeah, hoping... I like it. Um, the, I've got all your main players and it's it's all green. So you've got to be happy. Oh, yeah. That. I mean, the fixtures are really good. Like if you over, look at my team overall, the teams that they're playing are Crystal Palace, Leicester, Norwich, Everton, Leeds, Watford. <laughs> so those are the teams that my players are playing, which oh, is a reason they're all down the bottom of the ladder, you know? So, yep. you know, the one thing that I'm a little bit wary of is captaining Veghorse. The fact that he's got a bit of an injury knock and it's Burnley striker. Like he did kill it, you know, last game week and he is playing again tonight. But I'm just a bit worried that Burnley might just come away with some new little draws or a one nil loss, you know, and then he's blank. Uh, when I really think you're better off going with Kane or so on. Yes, yeah, Kane, I have thought me. about. I have thought about that. But you know me, Kane, it's the double game weekers. Like, I just mm. can't not captain a double game weaker because they've got double the chance of scoring points. You know, that's what I think if I'm going to do anything, it would be captaining Pope um, because he's got two really good, you know, fixtures in defense. Yeah, that's, that's a move. Yeah. But that's a move. Oh, yeah. But I'm not one to captain cap. I'm not one to captain defenders or goalkeepers. I'm always one to captain strikers, and midfielders. So we'll see what happens closer to the deadline. Like the the best outcome would be that Veghorse is injured, and doesn't play. So then I just go, oh, perfect. Um, turn him into someone else, and then I captain Kane or Son or Mares or Sterling. You know. Um, but yeah, still a couple more days to go till the deadline. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, so free heat team will be played. And then obviously game week 28 is when I get all my players back and I have a whole bunch of double game weekers and a pretty decent bench, which I'm probably going to bench boost, but (laughs) we can talk about that next week in the podcast. (laughs) So yeah, like I said, that wildcard has set me up beautifully. So I'm probably going to play strong, probably going to play four couple of weeks for you. I'm probably going to play four chips in the next four game weeks. So yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy. So hopefully and, and that and that should, depending on what everyone else does, move you inside the 10K or fail miserably. Well that's the plan. The plan <laughs> is hopefully it puts me inside the top 10K and not just puts me in there but cements me in there with a decent amount of points in the bank. So I have movement because obviously my rank's gonna slowly drop once people start using their wild card. Um, because there's obviously going to be a big shift. Oh, there's a big shift in fixtures from game week 28. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, it is scary knowing that I've used the wild card so early, but it's not early in theory. I normally use it around this time, but knowing that I'm using it early compared to the rest of the competition, it is, um, yeah, it's a bit daunting, but we'll see what happens. 
at least I've got the trooper captain it's, still. It's not until you get to the last, pretty much until you take your, your finger off the button at the end of the season, you look back and you're like, yeah. So some people won't look at it. Typically, I won't. And then I'll leave it a couple of weeks and then I'll go back and be like, oh, okay, I see. That's this where, is what I got to yeah. think about next season. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, reflection point. Yeah, no one's going to know if it was the right move or the wrong move to wild card over triple captain until the end of the season because it comes down yeah. to an accumulation of points rather than just one game week. And, um, and there's enough information there that you can determine what other people did and, hmm. and uh, try and reflect and sort of go, all right, where do I think we should have a, a podcast about that to sort of spend some time reflecting and being like, where did, where did Kane go wrong? Was it hundred percent get, getting in three big hitters, Fernandez and Lukaku and Salah? Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> we will see time will tell. We've got to wait to the end of the season. <laughs> well, that's exactly it. Like we'll, we'll definitely have some podcasts to, um, to kind of reflect on the season of the rights and the wrongs. But, you know, if it comes down to having, your best season yet you know you'll be considering that to be a right like i mean you are a possibility kane of getting your best season yet is that right or not really no i'm gonna say no uh i mean where i'm sitting at uh, uh we'll say around four hundred thousand. this is probably where i was last season and it, and then it came oh, possibly even better last season because um, it just picked up very quickly, and um, so your best your I best see. ever rank is one hundred twenty five thousand. So you can Which do that. The season before, yeah, two thousand nineteen uh, twenty. And I mean, last year's one hundred forty eight thousand, not far off. Yeah. That. So that those are my two. They're my two serious seasons. Like mm. before that, I just sort of dropped off after Christmas. Yeah. Or didn't bother at all. So this is only my second serious without any breaks, in my mm. opinion. Um, because 2019, I still had a break in, in my uh, Christmas period. So yeah. I just get to judge that, I guess, um, because I haven't broken past what's my best score, 325 to 18. Um, but I've hovered around this half mil point all season. So I don't think I'm in a good position to beat last season, but you don't. You, you, just can't, you just can't not yeah not give up keep your, keep your finger there just you just got to keep going because that's yeah that's what you're in it for you signed up for this and i was speaking to jacob on thursday he's like oh he's done pretty well because obviously points wise and then um dropped off only recently because there was a period there was beating me but then he goes but he's only missed a couple of weeks and so it's more just mm. if if you give up you're giving up to say it doesn't matter what your score is but it does get recorded so if you're ever going to take it seriously again like mine there's years there where it's terrible but yeah i know they don't matter and no they don't it's just about learning and enjoying it because that's what this game is about we love football we love watching the goals we love discussing it that's why there's such a huge following and there's an entire nation that follows it without the fpl this is just another part to it yeah exactly that's exactly it so yeah man look um <laughs> It's going to be thick and fast, these podcasts, because at the moment, we haven't really got a break. So we're probably going to have to do next week, probably going to have to go Wednesday again. I don't know. We're going to have to suss it out. Um, once I start working, it's going to be very interesting because, like I said, <laughs> I can do this at the moment while I'm not working. But when I start working again, it's going to be going to have to find a way to do these. Eh? It might be a weekend thing. It might be a, a night thing for me, an early morning thing for you. But 
Who yeah. knows? Well, I'm, we'll I'm good in the mornings, so mm. I like that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh, coffee at 3 a.m. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think we've got anything else to talk about, do we? We could probably answer no. on that note. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks for, Thanks thanks for, for listening. stopping by. Yep, and we will um, be back on the airwaves soon. See ya. See ya.